Hello, you're listening to Space for Rant, a stream of self-consciousness, where we cover topics from the mundane to the taboo, from the distant to the deeply personal. I'm Jacob, your host. Hello, friends and family and everyone else. Welcome to episode five of Space for Rant. You know, after my last episode talking about creative block, I was honestly unsure if I would uh, be able to go any further that, than that. I, that was the issue I was facing, creative block, and I didn't really know how to, how to keep going after that. Because creative block was what I was experiencing, um, and it, it just seems that all this podcast would be uh, beside, aside from coming up with cool creative ideas would just be me ranting about crap in my life and talking about things that bother me because maybe that's just recently just recently there have been more things that bother me than things that uh, unbother me things that calm me that make me feel alright make me feel like things are going to be okay things have been tense Lately, I've been feeling very tense over the past week uh, with the shit going on in Ukraine. I, I'm just, <sighs> there were times in the past that I can remember where I felt like a global war could break out, but I guess it, it, they never felt quite as real as it does now. Now, I'm still hopeful that things won't turn into a, a bigger conflict, and I hope that things can stop soon, but still, the, these are the kinds of things, the, the tensions and the, the back and forth of world leaders being going at each other, that's the kind of stuff that happens before massive wartime conflicts. And with uh, modern nukes, the the game has changed. The playing field is totally different. Yeah, there have been plenty of wars and conflicts going. And that's another thing. It's another thing that kind of bothers me. Um, just the, the outrage around the world when Ukraine gets invaded. But, you know, Iraq, um, I, I actually don't know if that's the country that that George Bush was like, weapons of mass destruction that, that he wanted to go into. Um, and there, there were some people saying, oh, it's like a, a civilized nation is being is being uh, invaded for the first time in modern history, as if any other country that, that have experienced these things in the Middle East and in Southeast Asia and in Africa, like those aren't civilized. And I'm not saying that I'm not guilty of this. I didn't say anything about things being civilized, but there was still this this thought in my head of, wow, this is totally different. The sad thing, it's because it's white people. And I, I feel, I feel sorry. I feel guilt a little bit that, that this, this is the conflict that, that gets everyone all, all upset. It couldn't be. I don't know. I, I, I maybe I'm just I'm going off too much about this. Oh, that it, that is what's got me feeling really anxious lately. 
And that's something I opened up about just now. Which brings us to the topic for today's episode, opening up. I've been thinking about this a lot. There was, I can't remember, what was my, last one was, last episode was Creative Block. So I don't think I mentioned this in, in any of my episodes. Um, there was a concept, well, it was a concept I guess I was aware of, but I didn't really internalize or exercise much uh, until my my therapist brought it up. Um, and that's self-advocacy. Just a warning here, I am going to talk again about... Um, uh, intimacy, sex, not in any direct way, but mentioning it. So keep in mind. One of my big weird fears around sex and intimacy is being inexperienced. How can I initiate or take part in something like that if I don't have the tools to actually do anything. I I know how it works, and I'm getting a better idea of uh, every step leading up to your intercourse, but, but that confidence is just not there, I guess. The confidence to actually do it. And there are some friends I, I talk to about this, particularly uh, my guy friends who, who do have experience because... I, I mean, obviously, yeah, I, I want, I want pointers, I want tips and tricks, and like, hey, wh- like, what, how, and they say, oh, this, that, and the other thing. Um, there's been some advice that I've gotten from my guy friends uh, about me being expressive or expressing how I feel about the situation. And the issue is that um, I I don't want to be sexually active with someone while faking my confidence. I guess I'm I. There are some cases where I am a, a fake it till you make it kind of person, like going out in public and like going to a weird store I've never been to and and asking for hey where's this you know that kind of confidence. Okay, nowadays that it's very real confidence. Um, the, the being able to go into a store, like I don't care if I don't know where something is, I'll ask. I'm not so nervous. Um, but I got there through going into a store, being nervous and faking it, until I learned that um, I, I could just do it without being nervous, without having to fake it. It was real. That confidence manifested in reality. And I think with intimacy, it, it seems like it would be more difficult uh, personally. So my, my first sexual partner, if, if that ever happens, I, I don't know if I'll be <laughs> capable of anything and, unless I make clear, hey, I've never done this before. Um, I'm a little nervous, I guess. Could you, like, just be patient with me while I learn the ropes? And getting that off my chest, being able to say stuff like that, even outside of that context, chances when I've had, uh, when I've been able to 
advocate for myself. Self-advocacy. It's been great. It's a weight off my shoulders. It's, it is a tension that is released. Whether or not the person is receptive or not, it's still, it's still great. It feels good to be able to, to just get that out. My guy friends, I, I, getting back to that point, you know, I, I would explain that to them, how I feel like I would have to be like that. Like, oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. That's a major turnoff, dude. Don't do that. And why? Why? Why not? That's me. That's what I want to do. That's what makes me comfortable. That's where I get my confidence, being able to say, hey, I'm not very confident. You know, like work with me, please. I don't think I'm going to let that go. I think I'm going to stick with that. That That's very much something that's that's built into me, I guess. And that's that's part of opening up, being clear with how I'm feeling, uh, with any problems I'm having, like my mental health. I think I'm a fairly open person. Yes, I know these things are uncomfortable for some people to talk about. I know this isn't something you just talk about in public usually. But that's why I want to talk about them, because who, who else am I going to talk to? Anyway, I'll try to get back on track. Um, with that recent development, I guess, with, with uh, trying to be more uh, self-advocating, um, talking to my mother and friends about a recent, a recent dating situation, it's clear that my connection, my ability to uh, express my emotions is not, it's not like a thing only I do. I'm sure there are plenty of people out there who are like, I mean, yeah, I've met some of those people. I've, I've met like as just total strangers at a, at a party. We, we just talk and people have said to me, you know, you 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 think a lot. You're you're like a deep thinker, and I can tell. And I'm not saying that like, oh, pff, yeah, people say this about me. I'm so great. I I, it's something I try to embrace. It's something that I am proud of, and I'm I'm fine being proud of something, a good quality in me that I think is a good quality. I'm sorry. That was very much an 11 minute ramble of like I glanced at my notes and then just kind of talked, which is fine. But I I want to actually talk about a topic. So, uh, here we go. Oh yeah, kind of going on that point about uh, connecting, being connected with emotions. Um, it, it's it's something that does make me comfortable. It makes me comfortable to be able to say, to be able to let people know, hey, I'm not feeling comfortable, or hey, you're pretty cool. I mean that that. that be, telling people I, I like them is, is something I still struggle with. Um, but saying I'm uncomfortable or things are too loud, I'd like to move to another location so it's a little quieter. Being open about that kind of stuff. Being open about, oh, hey, what's up? How's it going? Instead of just being, yeah, I'm fine. Unless I'm you know in line at the store, I'll say I'm fine. But if it's like a friend that asks me and they say, hey, what's up? I'm going to be like, you know, things are great or things kind of suck. 
I mean, I'm not asking for sympathy. I'm just explaining. Things kind of suck right now. Here's the background on me. Here's the background on, on what's going on in my life at this time. Maybe it's too much. I don't care. If it's too much for those people, they can stop being my friends and they can stop talking to me. That's, that's their job. Being open with my friends and uh, with my family has allowed me to learn things. It, it gives, it's a great way to, for people to give you advice, whether you asked for it or not. I still appreciate hearing people's thoughts about uh, what I should do, what I shouldn't do, how I should react to something, how I should say something, and I, I like that. That's the kind of stuff that I get from from being open with my emotions. It's it's a way for me to organize my thoughts as well. That's why this whole podcast. That's why I did it. It helps build. It helps me build a confidence. I want to be somebody who is confident in every feeling he has. Feelings um, about liking someone, being able to say, hey, I, I like you, I, I find you interesting. How about dinner or drinks or something? I, I, I just can't do that right now. But that is something that I'm, that was my cat purring into the mic, I'm sorry. That's something that I'm, I'm working on doing through being open. It's a slow process. But that's just me. And I know there are plenty of people who, who don't like being open. Sometimes it's hard for me to accept that because I've, I've internalized this desire to be open so much that I, I want to know about other people. I want to know what they're thinking. I want to know what they're up to. I want their ideas. I want their thoughts. But sometimes those, those people, their comfort comes from their level of, of not being so open. That's fine. Another thing for me about being open that I think about, and I'm not trying to say that I'm some, some great historical figure, but people like the philosophers of ancient Greece, like what were they doing? Sitting around writing and talking in, in the form, being like, oh, uh, something, something, dust in the wind, nihilism, uh, I, 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 in a way, I feel like that's what I'm doing in a much less organized and much less sophisticated way. But it is just a, a natural human thing for some to want to be open about thoughts. I want someone to hear this. I want somebody to to process this. I want to feel like I'm I'm heard, not necessarily like hey, call me if you if you listen to this. You don't have to. I I see the numbers. I see that people have listened. That's all I need. I just I just just someone It's important to know the limits of, of being open. At least it, uh, that's what I've learned. I 
tend to be unfiltered at some points in the day, particularly later in the afternoon or the evening when my medication wears off and my ADHD is starting to kick back in. Sometimes I I say things without really thinking and sometimes they can be funny. To some people, it's not so funny. It's awkward and like, dude, don't say that in public. Yeah, sometimes that's when you shouldn't be super open. There's a balance as well between being yourself and making a good first impression with somebody. I am clearly not a person that's for everyone. I think I, I get along with with a lot of people, and I take pride in that. But in order to be able to get along with so many people, I have to censor myself in a way. I can still be myself while also limiting the amount of openness that I am. I have to get a level of comfort with someone before I can just jump right into, all right, here's the thing, or mentioning, I'm not ashamed to say I go to therapy. I think that there are a lot of people who could benefit from that. You know who you are. Sometimes that can give people an idea of you, if it's a first impression, and a, a certain impression of you that you might, not, might not necessarily want them to have. Um, there was a, a date I had recently where this person said that um, they didn't have a very great opinion of themselves. And to me, that's that's kind of a turnoff. You know, I, I, I've worked so hard on myself and gaining my confidence. I don't want a relationship for me to be me completing somebody. I feel complete. I, 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 I don't think a fairly healthy long-term relationship can come out of a deep codependency. Like you can only feel good about yourself when you're in a relationship with somebody. When you're not in a relationship, you hate yourself and you're depressed. And I was just about to say that that is a limit where you where you shouldn't be so open. But getting that kind of stuff out out in the air, out in the open on a first date is the perfect time to do it because then you don't have to waste your time with someone who turns out in a couple weeks isn't that into it. So I wrote that that's the limit. But I'm thinking about it now. That's not the limit. That, that is a perfect use case where being quote unquote too open can be useful. So when can, when, when is a valid time for a limit? Job interviews, I, th I think that's, that's a good time. And I'm not saying lie through omission. Still be true to yourself, but, but know that there is a time and a place for certain things 
to be said or to be unsaid. On that topic of uh, dating and openness, there are some things that I think I shouldn't be so open about on a first or even second date. My my fears about the world and the direction it's going. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm losing hope, and I'm I'm afraid, and it makes me sad. It makes me depressed. It terrifies me that pretty much every country in the world that has nukes is is in are in very in a very tense situation and as much as i like to complain about the state of the world and the state of life itself i i don't want to die i want to keep living i have stuff i want to do and that it, it scares me to think that some maniac with the big red button, can just press it and end everything. I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready to survive in 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 a a post mutually assured destruction world. That's something that I I don't. I'm not very open about. Because it's it's depressing to think about. It's scary. I've had nightmares about this kind of stuff. Environmental collapse and and war. It's it's the the one thing that prevents me not the thought of it, but the the actual things. It, those are the, the things that actually could prevent me from pursuing my dreams. I don't think there's anything else that could stop me. But it's these big ideas, these big scary things that I'm so darn scared of. That's not something I like to be open about because that's not, I, I don't, that just doesn't feel like a good look. That's not the kind of person that I want to appear to be. Yes, it's true to me and my feelings to feel anxious and scared of the state of the world. But that's not, that's not how I want to appear. That's not how I want to seem to others. I don't want to be the guy who's, who's terrified of everything. So as much as I love being open about my feelings, even I have a limit. That's, that's a case where I'm faking it until I make it. And I, I don't think I'll ever make it. I think I'm always going to have to fake it in that particular situation going back to the topic of intimacy or romance being open about my feelings about that and the fears I feel there I mean that just would make me sound desperate and needy maybe I am desperate and needy hey guys it's me from the future um, I just wanted to point out that I, I think I'm not desperate and needy I can live my life fine without having been in a relationship. It's just going to be a little something that's disappointing. It's not something that I, I think I need to solve before I die. It's something I'd like to, you know, figure out. But 
If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And now back to the show. I certainly hope that I'm I'm actually not. I, I through being open, I've processed a lot of these these feelings and frustrations. And I've come to terms with the fact that this is going to be an incredibly difficult process for me. Maybe it'll last decades, and I won't find the right person for me. Maybe tonight I go I go to a party and I bump into someone and we hit it off. And maybe that lasts. Maybe it doesn't. It it scares me not knowing when when I I could get things under control if I ever do. I just thought of a counterpoint to that, um, meaning a counterpoint to being open and making me sound needy and desperate and the fear of actually being needy and desperate it's not just being open with your with your feelings in words that matter it's being open with yourself uh the confidence in the confidence in what you want from life from relationships from friends and the ability to set limits or to be honest and say, hey, I don't think this is going to work out. Or to say, hey, this, this friendship is not, is not healthy for me. And that's also important. So there's being open with others and there's being open and honest with yourself. You have to, to talk with yourself internally or, you, you know, you could talk to yourself out loud. That's what I do. Hell, that's how I just came out with came up with this new idea. I mean, it's not like a brand new idea. Someone's thought of it before, but I I just realized it in my head because I was talking to myself about it in this podcast. So let me ask you this. And I I am interested in in hearing hearing uh answers. So I mean, I I don't think any any uh complete strangers are listening to this yet so for the rest of you who are people who know me personally i i want to hear your thoughts how how open do you think you are do you think you're a very open person i mean i don't think that question requires you to be open you can say no i i generally keep things to myself i'm not here to judge you i'm just i'm curious what you people think um, so there's, do you, do you think you're open? Um, are you, do you sit with your thoughts and, and think about stuff? Are you, are you open with yourself? And I, I'm not asking you to like do a, a therapy session or anything, just like a, just some thoughts. And in general, what do you think about being open? Do, do you think that there are, are limits? Do you think it's all down to an individual thing, or, or do you think there should be, like, a, there's a, a polite societal level to which you should or shouldn't be open? Well, I suppose this episode is just going to end up to uh, be a little shorter than normal. Um, 
I did a lot of not cutting out my pauses and my stumblings of my words just to just to give a different feel see how this goes um sorry if this wasn't a very uh uplifting or interesting episode but it's something that's been on my mind so that's what i'm here to talk about <sighs> well that being said i am gonna try to relax today try to calm down because i mean yeah things are tense I hope, I hope you all have a good one. Have a good night, good morning, good day, good evening. Love you all. <laughs>